I'm Victoria. I'm Vanessa. Yeah, it's okay if you can't tell us apart. I guess we would call it uh, a <laughs> engineering. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back um, to our 12th episode. Um, I know we've been on hold for a little bit, but please excuse us. We're just going to jump right into it. So today we have a special guest, um, our, one of our besties in college, um, Andrea. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, yes, I'm Andrea, and um, I currently I am a graduate from UC Davis, uh, and I graduated in Woo! mechanical engineering. <laughs> <laughs> we are so excited to hear from you today um, and your experience like in college doing a fifth year and just about yourself. Um, but before we get started, what we like to do, we just like to talk about our weekly highs and lows just to get it, you know, a little more comfortable. Yeah, get the um, conversation going. Yeah, so, Victoria, do you want to start? <laughs> uh, sure. Um, start with the lows. Start with the lows. Okay, the lows. Um, I had to go put gas yesterday in the morning. I didn't want to do it, but I was, like, on 30 miles, and I was, like, I'm not going to, like, make it home, <laughs> like, to work is, like, 10, and then, like, back is, like, another 10, and so I was, like, I'd be really, like, pushing my leg there, and so I had to go get it, and then, like, I don't know, I just overthink situations, and so I was, like, really stressed about it, because I was, like, what if, like, I have to parallel park in the Costco, like, gas stations, you know, like, what if someone is staring at me? Anyways, we did it. <laughs> that was my low. Nice. The anxiety and stress. Um, <laughs> I'll go next. Um, So, for me, a low is that I literally haven't slept in forever. <laughs> no, it's just because, like, I'm working, like, uh, just this week for a couple days because like there's like some crisis containment that we have to do so we're all like going to supplier I don't really know how much information I can say but anyways I'm working like 12 <laughs> hours and they're like uh yeah you can go on the night shift and like I'm by myself for like quality technically and it's kind of weird because there's, like, three guys on the first shift. I'm like, no one wants to volunteer to stay with me. I was alone the first day. Like, he gave me a tour the first hour. Like, oh, this is where the stuff is and, like, how it's laid out and, like, what you should check for, like, one hour. And he's like, all right, you got it. And I was like, you know, thanks for the confidence that you have in me. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. I think the days are going to go smoother, like, now, because, like, at least I know what I'm supposed to do, but, um, yeah, it's, it's been a couple, rough couple days, but we're going to get through it. <laughs> My low this week, um, was that, so right now I'm kind of currently in the process of just, like, moving out and all my stuff, uh, and I put, like, a lot of my things on Facebook Marketplace, mm -hmm. and it's been, like, I don't know I don't think I remember ever doing this but like as soon as I posted something like you get like 20 messages like all I want and it was like really <laughs> nerve-wracking just like making sure that I respond to people like yes like it's available it's available it's available uh, and you end up doing that like so many times because it's really stressful like I genuinely like have to get a lot of this stuff out of my apartment um, yeah like that's the only way that I kind of know to just get rid of it and surprisingly, like it kind of took maybe two days. Someone mm. picked it up. Um, and again, it's like a little nerve-wracking too, because like it's a complete stranger like coming <laughs> to your apartment. They literally went all the way in, like picked up the table and like all the chairs, and then like they they um they put it in their truck and and it was all pretty fast. And uh luckily, like they had cash at hand. So I don't know. Mm. Like, things was like pretty, pretty fast. And yeah, I'm, but it like went smoothly, but uh it's still pretty like nerve-wracking um yeah but the worst part of it all was that um I think the lady that was supposed to pick up one of my um my organizers like straight up just you know like they ghost you and you're kind of just like oh what happened and I don't know right now I'm just rehabbing to like 
<laughs> we upload it and like talk to people again and uh it's been kind of stressful just dealing with all that yeah yeah oh my god that sounds like a lot i remember moving out it wasn't the best but you got it girl you got it <laughs> okay now we'll bring up the energy by doing some weekly highs oh i got a whole foods gift card so like another thing is like i ran out of my ebt money finally from college <laughs> so i was like oh what am i gonna because i would use it at like trader joe's to like buy lunch sometimes and now i have a whole foods gift card and like i went to get myself a sandwich the other day and it was really good so that's all <laughs> i have no really money <laughs> it really is little things um for me um, well, I went to Lollapalooza this past weekend, um, and it was fun. I liked the live music. My favorite was Kendrick. Like, I feel like he knew what he was doing as a performer, like, playing all his, like, hits, you know what I mean, for, like, a bigger audience. Anyways, I just I just felt the music in my soul, and I was like, this is great. What about you, Andrea? I, wow, I definitely wish I was freaking looking at Kendrick <laughs> Lollapalooza. <laughs> but <laughs> i love kendrick my sister too she loves kendrick as well man he's so yeah. good she's like 14 so i'm i'm kind of surprised that she also <laughs> likes kendrick but uh my high this week um was so like at work uh when i started i think working on like this project um so they told me that the like we have a prototyping room in in our little space and um there's also like an electronics portion and in the electronics portion, they, um, all the electronics like that are there, there's like these alligator clips or like these helping hands, they call them. And so basically <laughs> my piece um, was to make a base for them because right now it's just kind of like a dangling alligator clip. Mm -hmm. Anyway, long story short, um, I've been 3D printing and like um, designing this thing for weeks. Um, and finally, yesterday, I was able to, like, uh, finish, like, the fourth piece because I had to finish four, like, gigantic cubes that took, mm -hmm. like, a day to print. Um, so it, it's been kind of, like, a long process. And yesterday, yeah. I finally finished it, and I put it all together, and it looks super cool. Um, wow. And it just, like, felt pretty good to, like, finish something and just, like, move on. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Love that. Help. I know <laughs> I haven't 3d printed in forever it's just I want to buy one but then I'm like I want to buy where one where am I gonna put it like I don't know <laughs> where to put it so I don't I can't buy it right now <laughs> yeah definitely in the future yeah <laughs> moving on uh we're gonna talk about something new that we learned in our current role um so I'm in a rotational program um, I mentioned it a couple times, but if this is the first episode you're listening to, I'm in a rotational program. I don't know why you would start on episode 12, but that's okay. Um, so recently I rotated into a new department, um, which is engine assembly, um, but more like on the quality engineering side. Um, so if there's like part issues or um, like if stuff isn't running down the line like it should like dealing with that kind of stuff and like data um, on like machines and like parts um so yeah um what have i learned yeah so one day sorry it's trying to go back to before lollapalooza <laughs> there was like this one machine that broke um for making i think like b caps like bearing caps um and since, like, the tilling broke, they had to fix it, and then they had to rerun um, rerun it and make sure that nothing was affected on the machine for making, like, those types of models that are, that the, that run on that line. Um, so I basically had to, like, check the data on, like, this one software um, and make sure that, you know, the measurements that it was taking was still in spec specification. Um, and it was kind of cool, like, because like my first week in that rotation I was just doing like a tour or like learning kind of like shadowing people and it was like the first one where I was like actually doing something um like being put to work so it was kind of cool um and I kind of saw like how the data is taken how the tool like feeds the data back to like this one system and it's like in real time 
Um, but yeah, I guess if anyone needs data, let me know. I wouldn't say like this is something I learned like towards my like what I apply like directly in my job or like what I do but I've been going to like so we have interns over the summer and I've been going to like their presentations and their presentations are all like very different um so far they've all been engineering and I think they are engineering like the ones that I'm I go to um but yeah I didn't know we had so many like departments and like divisions <laughs> at my job like we have like chemical engineers, mechanical engineers, electrical. Well, I've, there's actually not that many electrical, to be honest. Um, I'm one of them though. Um, what are the other ones? Anyways, but like you see, like for example, <laughs> like <laughs> how many chemical, like what you can do with like chemical engineering, like because we make a lot of connectors. It's not what I do, but that's one thing we do there. Um, like there's so much that goes into like the elements like materials themselves like of the connectors um the shields over the cables and like all that stuff so it was kind of like cool to learn like what they do because it's like crazy like because I don't know that stuff but also like they don't know like what I do so it's like you know anyways yeah what about you Andrea anything because you work at the student design center yeah, so right now my my current role I'm currently just finishing my uh my current position at so Key Davis they have um like the engineering student design center and they have like shop technician positions so I'm currently um finishing my position as a shop technician and so currently in the summer it's been kind of slow because you know like not a lot of students are there um but what I've I guess I've seen is that since not a lot of you know, regular, I guess, undergraduate students. So they're more graduate students and like professors and stuff like that. And people with like research projects have been mm -hmm. popping by. Um, mm -hmm. With that, it's been kind of cool to see like what projects and like what needs, I guess, they, they mm -hmm. come to the shop. So uh, there was, uh, you know, in the spirit of chem, um, there was a chemical professor that kind of visited our, our prototyping room um, and they were looking to like 3D print some stuff, some like um, molecule samples or like uh, protein, you know, samples and stuff like that. Um, but they came with like their own material. And so this material is like PVA and it's just kind of like a water soluble material. And if you're kind of like familiar with 3D printing, um, you know, that um, like you build your uh, your model and then if your model kind of has like intricate geometries it may need supports so basically mm -hmm. in this kind of application you're able to do your regular um, model in like PLA which is just the regular you know plastic prototyping material that they use and then the supports are going to be in that water soluble material so that mm -hmm. this is kind of the first time we've kind of seen something like this and this material has been put in one of these machines um, so there, it's kind of like the learning process there, just trying to put the machine with the regular um, calibration and then now with her new material. And then it was kind of cool to see um, her making like her protein models and then just mm -hmm. putting them in the, the sink and then the supports just wash away. Um, oh, wow. Usually like in the 3D printing room, you have to like cut them off. Yeah, right. And yeah, like thousands of hours just like sanding it and like <laughs> it. Um, but they just, you know, wash away. And it was really cool to see that. And especially like, I don't know, like helping a chemical professor. It was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, that sounds so cool. We can just go ahead and get into today's theme. A lot of it was, um, I guess, like about Andrea and um, asking her questions and getting to know her. Um, but also about her experience as like a first gen in college and being a fifth year We'll just ask how your experience was um during college like as a first gen um and also doing a fifth year yeah like I think my overall college experience was like super super challenging like it was crazy just um kind of processing it all you know like at the very end you're just just excited to graduate and <laughs> especially after all these hard classes you're just kind of done with it all I think like in your senior year 
I, I think I went through maybe like burnout, I guess. And, and you kind of don't realize that you're going through the burnout while you're just trying to pass your classes. Um, yeah. And, you know, you don't realize that also um, it's not like your last chance. Right. But it does kind of pile on and, and it yeah. does this is it like you <laughs> make it or break it moment kind of <laughs> so yeah like yeah. I had a lot of times where it's like this is like the like the most important final like you have to pass this like this is the most important midterm like this is the most important homework like you know um, yeah and it, it gets down to like the the very specific so um but overall I think as a first gen two there's lots of things that I didn't know um and yeah. in terms of like obviously like education and then and I think bureaucracy too just like how to handle like financial aid or yeah. like um, getting like your resources in terms of I don't know your your health insurance or I don't know there's yeah. many specific like details like that that um no one really walks you through so it is I think a really good thing to like have that community that knows how to how to go through <laughs> stuff especially yeah. a lot of us are, are familiar with like the leader program which mm -hmm. I think it was a main reason that I knew how to manage a lot of these things because during that time I mean even orientation too like they go through Oasis and I don't know like, yeah like my awards or something like that <laughs> but I think leader just helps with like the advising and the one-on-one -on -one attention and like the resources and I mean the tutoring of it all um and to to be honest like I don't even know how like I went through that program because I I like I was a really like, like shy person and I somehow managed to like sign up for it make like all the deadlines and like submit all my paperwork and show up and I convinced my mom to like, you know, drive all, all that, um, all that time to like drop me off. And it was just a week before everything started. And I think mm -hmm. it was, um, it was a very helpful program to like get you, you know, familiar with everything. Uh, they even yeah. I think a really good memory for me that prepared me for some stuff uh, was they got even like a little group to go with like mock office hours with like a professor. Um, it just so happened to be like in my mechanical engineering program too um, and I think it was actually the um, the aerospace professor the uh, and he was holding like his office hours there and we got to talk to him and I think then I didn't realize how intimidating I that really was you know like you were face to face with like a professor <laughs> um and later on, uh, you would actually like go to office hours and like have to come with a question and, you know, get hopefully get that question answered and like get help. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess it was good to get familiarized with that. Um, but yeah, it's just it, it was crazy to just even handling office hours you know, as a first gen student, too. Because yeah. you, you're constantly just, you know, uh, like comparing yourself to everyone and people are I sometimes I've, I've always I don't know if y'all had this experience but sometimes in my classes and a lot of often my my general ed classes and sometimes very hard classes you would peek sometimes and people are maybe like playing games or like playing I don't know some random freaking among <laughs> us or something uh but it's just like I'm I'm over here struggling to like even understand what he's saying and yeah. I I wish I could take that mental break too or uh yeah it's, it's, yeah it's crazy to like you see it firsthand like <laughs> I'm here struggling to take notes and like figure out what he said and you know in front of you like someone's watching like a whole movie or something yeah like shopping online like yeah. like but leader leader is like a great program I was not a part of it I didn't really know about it until like after and so I was like mm. and then people were like are you in leader and I was like mm, I don't think so because I had a lot of friends like in leader and I was like wow um but you know definitely a great resource like if anyone is at Davis if anyone listening is <laughs> attending UC Davis um and doesn't know about leader look into it definitely 
Yeah, I feel like a lot of the experience you said, I was like nodding. Being a first gen is like a lot of new experiences and like sometimes having to explain these things to your parents when you don't even really understand them yourself. It's like, how do I put this in words? Can you just like help me? <laughs> when like you compare yourself like to others, it's also like a pretty rough situation. And then also like being a Latina in engineering, it's like, there's not a lot. Like I know, like you see in classes, like, when you first start, there's like a lot of, I feel like maybe more women than you'd expect. Um, and then as you go up into like the higher classes, I guess, depending on the engineering field, but um, I know for at least electrical, it was like really got thin the senior year. <laughs> um, but then like also like even now, like in like industry, it's like you see it, you're like the only one. So it's like, you know, all power to you and all of us. But um yeah. Um so I guess also oh you can go. No, I was just gonna ask like, so how did you decide or yeah, I guess to do a fifth year or like know that that was like something you were gonna end up doing, you know, like cause, like financial aid and stuff. Like how did that how did that work out? Um, yeah, I think this also relates to, to like the leader program because oh. um, you are around like a community where a lot of the people you meet, they're also like first gen background and a lot of them ended up doing fifth years as well. So it was like a very foreign concept. Like I was, you know, very comfortable with like that, that topic and with like people just like, oh yeah, I'm a fifth year. I was like, okay, cool. Like, and mm, you get yeah. that around like a lot. Um, so like in the leader program as well, um, uh, like the main people there, like the advisors, uh, they were themselves like fifth years. Um, mm. And so it was it was something that I definitely very much like always considered, I guess, like maybe it was like always in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. um, definitely it came true or like um, I definitely considered it. I think definitely my my third year, like the last of my third year, because um, you're looking at like what is your last year? Um, yeah. and I saw that and I was like, that's definitely not going to be like my last year. Like, I'm definitely going to have to do something else. Like, um, yeah. and, you know, I ended up meeting with my advisor and, uh, what they said was you're going to have to take like either an extra quarter or maybe two quarters, uh, depending on how everything else goes like the rest of the year. Uh, and so, um, after finishing, it ended up being like, I had to take two extra quarters because, mm -hmm. um, I, my first year, I, I failed my math class. So I'm pretty sure that that set that back a little bit from that first year. And then I, I think around my second year, I ended up repeating, I think one of my thermofluid dynamics classes, like it was really bad. I ended up having to retake it. Um, and so I'm pretty sure a lot of these like things um, ended up piling up and kind of forced me to, to also take a little bit extra quarters. Um, and I realized too that, you know, you have two summer sessions, I guess, in the summer. Yeah. And yeah. There are some students that are full on taking like two classes, first session, two classes, the second summer session, and like power to them and like <laughs> congratulations. Um, but they like in reality for me and like looking at my situation, I don't think I could have ever been able to do that, like realistically. Um yeah. and I did end up taking like some summer session courses, I think. Uh, during COVID, I was able to take like some investment class and like mm. uh, my circuits class. Um, and it was nice to kind of feel like ahead. Uh, but in reality, I think I was just catching up or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it was it was good also to to like have that summer um, to like have an internship, you know. And uh, so I think all of this combined, it just was like the best option to just have that fifth year and then too like you said um considering like realistically financial aid and then uh like my living situation uh, a lot of the places here like don't really do you know like if I decided to maybe stay one quarter they don't really do like housing for one quarter like it's kind of yeah. like a whole year type of lease yeah and so it all just came down to you know let's just do a whole fifth year and and while I was in my fifth year, I was kind of comparing like my quarters, my whole fifth year to my quarters, all my other years. 
and they felt like obviously like a lot lighter because now I'm dealing with like 12 units and just like three or, or three classes and stuff like that and it was it was a lot better to to handle in terms of like workload um, yeah and especially I guess the transition being back in person like it was just a lot better to handle in fifth year I think it would have gone a lot differently if I would have done like 16 17 units straight out of you know all of that yeah. uh, definitely glad I, I did all all of that and I don't think it really changed much I, I just it felt like a longer time obviously but yeah it just like I said I was familiar with it from the start and a lot of like my friends too ended up being fifth years so mm -hmm. I wasn't too, like alone as a fifth year which was also like a, a really good benefit of that so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really glad overall oh I'm Yay. like so glad it worked out for you <laughs> and I know like sometimes like um yeah, like, people see, like, a fifth year isn't common, but it's just because, like, they're not around other people who are also doing it, so I'm really glad, like, that wasn't, like, uncommon for you, and, like, you know, you even said, like, the last year was pretty smooth, so, like, yeah, I'm glad, and also, I want people to hear. <laughs> yeah, and especially, like, engineering, because you have to take, yeah. like, so many more units than other majors for some reason, and it's, like, a lot of people finish, like, past four years. Like, me and Vanessa did summer sessions. So, like, if we didn't do that, like, we would also be taking fifth years. Yeah. Um, like, you know, so, you know, four years and a quarter, four years and two quarters, like, five years. And, you know, I know a lot of people don't want to stay, but it's, like, if it's going to help you, like, throughout the quarter, throughout the semester, like you know because like your education at the end of the day like you're either going to get it or you're not um yeah you have to go at your own pace but yes I'm so happy for you that thank you that worked out yeah <laughs> <laughs> um well Andrea was there anything else that you wanted to like talk about or mention or like bring up like literally anything um I think yeah um my my main I guess takeaway of like my whole college experience if I, if I yeah. wrap it up um was that I am grateful I think that I was able to be a part of all of these communities because yeah. thing that I'm glad I did was I joined like a lot of clubs I was part of uh Society of Women Engineers and I think that's where I first saw Victoria and Vanessa like as in their role and stuff and I was like oh wow like I I want to be in that club too like they they seem like they they have so much fun and like they're doing really great things and so I joined that and uh there was like also this uh women like machinist club and I was a part mm -hmm. of that as well um you know Cales we were also like yeah. familiar with them as well and I'm glad that they have just kind of like this community outlet and like outreach um part of like their club because it was really great to like give back to to a lot of those students they had a lot of events where like we created workshops and stuff for them and when I, it was nice to like be a part of that yeah, um, yeah and I think too you know we we also just like are glad to meet other people like from our background like in these clubs and yeah, so you yeah. know, God, like Gales was was a part of um you know, all these <laughs> clubs. And then too, like coffee, I was I was so glad to like be, you know, like a, a board member too for for that. Like it was such a great experience, I think, throughout oh. everything. Um I think it very much like pushed like a lot of our, our creative sides, you know, just to like think a lot about Yeah. Yeah. We were so lucky to have you too. I think oh, you, okay. like, you Yeah, like your like ideas and designs was like this girl. It's amazing. <laughs> I know Andrea. Andrea designed our T-shirts, the back of the T-shirts with yeah. the little hand. Um, that she was, was there amazing. From the start. She was there from the start, for real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love yeah, that. I agree. The community, the community is is where it's at in college, especially for us. <laughs> yeah, and like you wouldn't get that opportunity like anywhere else. Like I literally would not have had that opportunity to design a t-shirt for a club <laughs> that I love and yeah. then you have your besties in and like you know it's it's a really like nice opportunity that you get to be in this community of people that are a part of all these clubs and like with things that they um you know are passionate about and yeah. 
you know even yeah. some like they do projects and like stuff like that and I don't know it's just a really nice thing to just be involved and like yeah and stuff like that yeah definitely community I, all the way yeah 100% <laughs> <laughs> so we do have a couple questions we have um eight yeah eight so we will start with number one <laughs> um what makes you proud to be an engineer good question I think what makes me specifically proud about being an engineer is I think the the power of like the knowledge that you have to to know how to make a change and and really do it in a positive way I think um because two you are like in a space where you can you know come up with ideas and design stuff and and just have like a creative outlet too like in a space maybe as an engineer for me um and I think that's why I just want to pursue places that allow me to be that because um that's something that I do want to be proud of like the the creativity that allows yeah. you to make positive change um so yeah I think that's something yeah. I'm proud I I mean I don't know if this question was for me but I kind of want to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> um I'd say like for me like the fact that like our communities like we weren't supposed to be engineers like makes me proud to be one because you know I mean at least I think we've said this before but like engineering isn't necessarily brought up as like an option um you know like go into engineering like for us like Hispanic communities like households you know women um and so but also just because like engineers were all and a lot of the majority is still like older white men like you know we weren't supposed to be in these spaces but now we are and like hopefully we continue to grow um that what is the word population not the right word but you know what I mean um so I just want to add that onto like whatever Andrea said because I definitely agree with you yeah just adding on <laughs> yeah there's a lot of like older white men and like even now like where I'm working this week it's like I'm the only girl obviously the only Latina there's like maybe this one other like young guy then they're like older white men and I'm like, I have to come have a conversation with them here and there, you know, like not make it awkward. So like learning to do that also and like, like being in your space and like accept that you're there and like that you do belong there and then like um, adapt to it. You know, I think that's pretty amazing. What is something you are afraid of as you approach the current job market? Um, I think uh, going back to with um, what Vanessa said just about like um, feelings about yourself and like your potential I think I'm just very much afraid of like how I am going to be in the mm -hmm. industry like what my impact is going to be because uh, I think you you realize like what maybe all of this was for like what you're what you're going to do or you know what your real purpose maybe is going to be so I think that crosses your mind a little bit too and like what you think about like your place in industry um, and so I think I'm very much afraid of like um, just figuring out like where exactly is going to be the right place where you know I'm going to be you know proud to be an engineer like in this space you know? yeah I'm, I'm very much afraid of that <laughs> yes yeah it's also like especially like as a first gen like you don't know what that engineering space is like or like how to how to move around it like how to talk to people really and like I think there's you know the first like days weeks at least for me months was like a little you know a little rough just because like you're trying to adjust to everything um and then like here and there there's like days where you're like oh like you just don't have that confidence at least for me you know and then there's days where like yeah like I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna make my work <laughs> environment better and like you're out here talking to everyone like you know it's just like you have those days and it's like gonna happen but um I mean as far as like jobs you just kind of have to see what you think you'll like and then 
you gotta experience it you know um but yeah it's always, i feel like it's always like the fear of the unknown but um but yeah we're gonna do it because we don't know we don't know <laughs> and that's okay <laughs> Yeah, like when I was job searching, like same thing. I was like, mm -hmm. literally the same fears. Yeah, <laughs> so I I feel you. Um, but yeah, we are going to move on to the next question because there's eight. Thank you guys for asking questions. Um, by the way, <laughs> um, yeah, what was your first internship and what did you learn from that experience? So my first internship was in a uh like. circuit manufacturing startup uh, it was in san carlos uh, and uh, it, it was cell link and so they basically manufactured these you know circuit um flexible circuit boards for like tesla and um like to i think they had toyota at some point and like honda uh because all of these you know companies they're basically starting to tap into the ev market and mm -hmm. Um, I realized that like a lot of stuff <laughs> comes into just building one of these vehicles and uh, what they did was basically manufactured like small copper traces that would go into like the door harnesses um, of these vehicles or like the headboards um, mm. you know they would handle things um like uh you know like the heating of maybe like the seat or just you know powering like the window up and down or something like that mm -hmm. they manufactured a lot of, of the things that went into like a lot of those cars uh and so this internship was kind of illuminating to just seeing i think the startup world in itself because uh you maybe feel like everything's kind of like rush and go and do this do that do that like maybe it just feels like everything's gonna crash and burn like every day <laughs> um but yeah like you go into work and um the the kind of setup was like the bottom floor was like the manufacturing floor and so you had places um you know running like just the plastic filament that kind of went into this um you know stack uh and what they kind of did was they had many other places for you know the the kind of stacks that they manufacture they have like a dielectric you know so that insulates the copper layer so they had stations with like the dielectrics you know and then they had stations with like the raw you know materials like copper and aluminum and they had other stations with mm. like sealants and stuff so mm, that's of, cool yeah yeah there's like three different places um and so one of my tasks too uh they since they're a startup I guess they were also looking into new uh manufacturers or like vendors to like start mm. a line of like new dielectric materials mm -hmm. and my task was literally to test this new material to see if like they're a good customer or not and I was like yeah I I can definitely do that um <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll definitely look into how to do that and uh so like my, my first day I was just talking around to every single one like that works there and I was like hey how do you do your job like let me like figure out how to do like my project and I ended up talking to like 10 different people um to just basically like start my project and like try and help all, all uh you know this during the summer um and it ended up you know escalating to like me um showing off like a design that I did on SolidWorks and I had to like do like trace designs you know um they they do uh, a lot of like designs in terms of like like circular designs and like you know like very weird geometric designs that I was, <laughs> I'm not sure how I'm supposed to replicate that like how do you get there you know yeah, yeah. and so I I took the safe route and I was like I'm just gonna make lines the point of this was just to like test the material it wasn't right. like, mm -hmm. test out your design or anything like that and I was like I can't I don't I'm not sure if you're like how to do any of this so I'm just I'm just gonna do some lines because we just have to test the material yeah um, I ended up doing you know like presentations about like my tests um you know there was like work calls where they would like zoom people in like Michigan um and we would all sit in like a room and basically like 
what did you do today? What are you going to do today? <laughs> what is your plan for today? Like, what is, what, what do you think isn't going to work out today? And, you know, it's just like very nerve wracking. Um, but overall, the internship was just really, really nice in terms of learning, I guess, the manufacturing side and then like a design side and then just dealing, I guess, with two like customers and um, you know, like people that are buying your product. And then um, uh, two, I think, uh, dealing with like maybe manufacturing someone else's design. Like at some point, uh, my task was to uh, make someone's thing with like their machines. And so it was really hard to just like understanding someone's like thing and then, you know, making that come to life too. Um, so I, I'm glad I got to do a little bit of both. Uh, but overall, it was it was a very, like, very hard experience because you're just kind of thrown in there too. And then the startup world is a little, is a little nerve wracking in itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That sounds like fun and stressful, but. You yeah no yeah thank you for sharing it was actually like really cool information yeah um, not that it wasn't going to be but anyways <laughs> um the next question is what can you do with your mechanical engineering background um so from what I've been told from my advisor is that you can you can go anywhere you can apply <laughs> Um, you can, you know, uh, you can look into a lot of things, but recently I think I've just been thinking about, um, like I, out of very randomly, I think I took this class my last quarter, it was like a power and sustainable, um, course. And so you kind of go over just like solar and like wind and basically just sustainable power. And I guess I just didn't realize that there's like a huge solar industry that is like, you know, hiring yeah. mechanical engineers and stuff like that. So I don't know, maybe that's just uh, one of the main industries that are like in this space of like the mm. power and just like moving the world into like a more you know sustainable space. Because I think that's that's one of like the main main things right now, like as as engineers like one of the huge problems is like you know trying to help sustain all of this demand for power and you know hoping to sustain the earth too and, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 I know like or the way that I think about it is like mechanical like engineers do a lot of like not like building but like the system right but then like electrical is like that like inside inside and like getting it to like function kind of like I know mechanical engineers do a lot of like solid works like modeling and stuff but I mean there's like obviously more you can do um because I feel like mechanical and electrical like go in hand go hand in hand kind of a lot because it's like you work together to like make this thing but you need both engineers you know what I mean um so you kind of have to like understand the basics of like both in some ways um so yeah, but thank you for answering that because I would not have been able to. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, Sam asked this question, what's it like being so cool? Um, I think it's a little stressful. Uh, it's not, <laughs> like, like it's it. not easy being cool like every day. Uh, right. So you definitely have to like space out the time to be cool. Um, <laughs> so it's 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 been it's been really hard to like you know work life cool balance um, <laughs> so. yeah uh, I get it the ones who know know um another question from Sam private or public I don't know what I think I she meant um, like just like companies maybe, maybe. like um I she meant, oh okay what go ahead no I thought she was saying like if the questions were gonna be private or public. Oh, I think she's probably talking about like like public companies or like yeah. Private. There's like because oh. mine is a private, I think. Oh, yeah. okay. And okay. I'm assuming yours would be a public, right, Vanessa? I, I don't know. Yeah. To be honest, that seems like a question for like a non-first-gen person. I have no idea. <laughs> but, um, 
I, I probably there's benefits to like public and private. I'm, I'm mm. sure. Um, I haven't done maybe like my most intensive research on that yet. So I don't yeah. think I really thought about it yet. So yeah, I'm gonna write that down. Like maybe we let need me to just add that, that to bit. my agenda and I'll back to you. <laughs> What are some struggles you faced while finding a job? Okay. Well, the current struggles that I'm facing uh, right now finding a job is I think just the overall maybe like motivation to to do it. Uh, I think it's it's been too hard just like seeing yourself. Yeah, like in in what sort of position I really want to go in. And I think it's just going to require like a lot of uh time and effort to really research where I could you know even just begin to uh so it's been just like uh I think overall a struggle finding just maybe not the right fit but just the okay fit too and yeah yeah it's just even hard beginning that process and I think too just um finding like the right maybe like steps to to like start that process and overall uh you know like the the kind of like emotion to to do it everything it's like yeah it's it's a slow process that you kind of don't want to start but you know you have to start so it's like you kind of yeah. want to put it off as much as you can <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I think like I would say for me like it really did take an emotional toll on me it's not funny but like when I think about it, <laughs> you know, like because it's like after hearing like so many no's or like companies just like never answered you. Like I literally got an email this week. They're like, after looking at your application, I was like, I'm I'm already like at another job like a year later, you know, like why even respond at that point? Um, But yeah, um, or like learning not to be like hard on myself because I was like extremely um like I did a, a panel like the other week and then like one of the questions is like how do you deal with rejection and a lot of people were like saying like positive things you can do but I was like you know sometimes you just have to like cry about it you know like <laughs> let it pass because that's what you feel in that moment and it's fine to feel upset and like obviously it's understandable when a company like you apply to especially if you really wanted to work there like tells you no um you know cry about it and then like let it pass and then you like keep going but it's like you don't always have to be super happy and like oh rejection is redirection I'm like okay but in that moment I'm upset you know <laughs> so like <laughs> and but obviously figuring out how to not be so hard on myself um I think that was a struggle so yeah for me like I think when I applied to my job like I didn't really know that I was applying or like why or like what I was really applying for you know I just knew that the position said like a quality engineer and it was like a rotational program and I'm like sure and like people would ask me like so what are you gonna do like you're gonna move up there and I was like you think I know I don't know whatever <laughs> some job description like I don't know like I don't know and um yeah I know this is specifically for like finding a job but like it was I think I was also, like, trying to apply to, like, Disney and, like, the entertainment ones. And, like, I just never heard back. And I was like, man, like, is this how it's going to be, you know? <laughs> I applied to Honda. I did it actually through HSF, which is, like, the Hispanic Scholarship Fund, like, the organization through a conference. And um, so recommend those. But I was, like, like luckily, like, the, they, like, reached out to me because I wouldn't have known about the opportunity anyway um and then you know went through the application process and I think once I started that having a mentor did help um I had hope she was like an electrical engineer also at Davis um but I was like I don't like know like how do I know like they're not scamming me like what what, what do I even say in the interview like what are they going to ask me and then like like what do you do pre-interview during the interview and like post-interview you know um, so I think that was like one of the things that did help me 
um, I would recommend like asking, you can ask us, you can ask like anyone you feel comfortable with that's going to help you throughout your process. But, um, you know, like you'll be fine at the end. It's just like when you don't know, it's like, it feels like the worst thing ever. <laughs> what is your opinion on sustainability and engineering working together in the world? Uh, I think, yeah, that might go back to like the whole solar and wind yeah. thing because uh, mm, maybe I'm, you know, I, I'm i not too aware of any other industries out there, but what the most thing that comes to my head is like you know, the solar industry and maybe like the wind industry and uh, just trying to find better ways to have like all of this demand for power and energy and yeah. especially now with like the electrification of like most of like our, our vehicles and stuff like that uh there's yeah. gonna be a lot of demand for you know like electricity and so you know managing that and hoping that that for the future is like okay too I think is is uh the main industries that you know I think engineers have like the power to really make a really big change in those industries yeah definitely and I know like a lot of the parts like PCBs or like components are actually bad for the earth like once you get rid of them it's like you know they release like they pollute the air and like there needs to be better ways to engineer and like improve things in the world but also like not kill it at the same time mm -hmm. um yeah so that was our last question um, if anyone has anything else to add on any of the eight, feel free to, or forever hold the peace. Yeah, thank you for everyone for listening, but also special thank you to Andrea for joining us today and providing her input, her experience, her wise words. Um, we hope that you can either relate to anything, um, you know, take something away from today's episode. Um, feel free to reach out to Andrea. I didn't even ask her if that was okay before I just said that, but <laughs> uh, feel free to reach out to us also if you have any questions, even following up after something we said today, but yeah, big thank you to everyone. Everyone in chat. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Just catching up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I think uh, this was very much needed to like, you know, process, especially everything that you know, just <laughs> happened. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening. That was episode 12. Um, we'll see you the next one. I don't know what's coming next, but TBD, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye.